Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. Of course, on Yanga TV and across all streaming platforms. I am Adisha Kwelajide, aka Shopsy Do, always joined by Damola, aka Mr. Smooth. Can I, can I, I introduce myself? Can I introduce you myself? Know? You're Come taking man. away my, my fire now. It's time for <laughs> us to be professional. Introduce okay. yourself. Mr. Schmooz, aka producer Damola. Okay. Yeah, I'm no. satisfied now. All right, then. Well, welcome <laughs> to this edition as always. Mm-hmm. Catch us everywhere across all social media platforms. This is where we break down the hottest topics within the African popular culture. The headlines that you might have seen on the websites but didn't know the backstories or what the industry insiders think about it. Mm. We will be sharing our opinions, thoughts and of course some of the backstory to the headlines that you might have seen. What are the headlines this week, sir? Alright, this week in Ghana, we have this dancehall superstar Patapa okay. denying allegations that he smoked a substantial amount of marijuana on tour. Yeah. In the United States of America, we have Burner Boy making an appearance on Sway in the Morning mm. and also going on stage or about oh. to go on stage at Coachella okay. with Mr. Easy. Yeah. In South Africa, we have Casper Your Vest and None other than AKA yep. sparking a Twitter beef. Or okay. Twitter war, if oh, I yeah. may say. And then in Nigeria, we have respected OEP and broadcaster Daddy Freeze. Yep. And uh, Nigerian rapper LD commenting on payola allegations. Mm. And then in Ghana, we have Ms. V mm. leaving her label, wow. Lynx Entertainment. Okay. Uh, in Kenya, su- superstar singer Akoti yeah. has revealed plans to switch to gospel wow. music. Wow. From secular music. Okay. We'll be discussing her reasons. Interesting. And uh, in the United in the United Kingdom, the world's biggest rapper, none other Undefeated. than Drake yep. himself, has wrapped up his uh, five day. Was it five day? Almost six or six seven day days. residency yeah. at the O2 Arena. Yeah. During which he brought up the likes of Afro B and Whiskey we'll and be many breaking more. Down. We'll yeah. be talking about that. And we'll be talking about the many headlines as we go into it. Absolutely. Well, without further ado, where would you like us to start from? I'd love us to start in Ghana. Okay. Yeah, where um, Patapa has been forced to deny that he smoked 80 euros (laughs) worth of weed in four days while he was on his European tour. (laughs) You know, I don't know how much or how big 80 80 euros worth of weed is. Okay, okay. But... um, that allegation was made. It came out from the promoters of the tour. Yeah. And uh, Patapa has been forced to go on radio and say, number one, he's never smoked weed before. He okay. He okay. doesn't even know what weed is. Okay. And then okay. even if he did, <laughs> weed was created by God. So he doesn't see the problem. So I don't know. To me, this is a bit of a... I can't confirm or deny this allegation type of thing. What do you think about it? First thing, when I saw the headlines, I'm thinking Mm. 80 euros worth of weed. Mm. Well, I'm not a smoker. I don't know what the quantity of that is. Mm. However, it didn't seem like it was anything too big. However, Mm. the promoters thought it was that much for them to make it a story. Now, for Patapa to have now gone on a popular radio station in Ghana, I think it was Hits FM, where he sat down for over an hour breaking down various allegations and headlines yeah. including this one yeah. now for me what was interesting was the fact that he said one he didn't know what weed was, was. Mm. two that's exhibit a <laughs> two if he did know what weed was mm. it was created by god so there's no problem with that exhibit b we'll put that separately <laughs> and three he doesn't smoke at all this is not in the middle. We well, sure. obviously, we're going to put a picture of Patapa up and mm-hmm. a video of him as well. Mm. Uh, you could be the judge of whether no, he no, knows No, no, we're not what. going to judge people based on appearances. No, 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 no. I'm we're not, not going to profile him based I'm on I'm not profiling him. I'm just saying, mm. just see who we're talking about. Yeah. And then you understand what this whole story is about. about yeah. Listen, 80 euros worth of weed or whatever, that if he wants to smoke as much as he wants to, mm. I ain't got a problem with that. This is life. As long as it mm. doesn't affect his performance during the promoter during the talk, talk yep. it doesn't cost them money, it yep. doesn't lose him money, his label money and the promoter's it money. It doesn't tarnish his brand. It doesn't tarnish the brand. Mm. If he's got a brand that supports that type of lifestyle, then yep. why not do your own thing? Well, as long as it doesn't harm him yep. or harm anybody in his family, I'm cool with that. Yep. But I just felt 
the fact that he had to go on social media or on on public radio, radio. Yep. to say he didn't know what marijuana was yeah. i thought that was a little bit shifty <laughs> but again you know he's probably his pr machine were going in full force saying yep. listen man like, we, we don't need to know. kill this we need to nothing, kill this we know nothing about it. i can imagine being mm. in media relations if you had an artist or a client yeah. who had to go and dispel certain rumors, rumors yeah. that you felt could affect the brand and disturb your money, yeah. you would say some. Sometimes you go outrageous. Like, listen, just say we don't know what <laughs> we did. We've never, we seen, we've it never seen it before. Spend Even it. if we did, <laughs> just in case you know your fans might be mm. smoking. Even if we, we did, did, it was God, God that created, created it. it. <laughs> A very 360 <laughs> apology covers all ground. Yep, let's all move right, on let's from go, that. Let's go down to Nigeria, yep. where um, respected OAP, popularly known as Daddy Freeze. Yep. Um, been on radio for over 30 years. 20-something 20 years. 28 years, yeah, he said, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, was recently accused online of being one of the OAPs mm. that charge artists for playing their song yeah. on radio, which yeah. we popularly refer to as payola. Yeah. Um, Daddy Freeze was forced to go on to on youtube actually and um, then on radio as and well and then on radio to deny these allegations he did say he would never support anybody collecting payments to play to play, to play a particular song on radio however he would not support artists consulting oaps asking them to listen to their music and consult basically requesting their consultation services yeah, and not paying for it yeah so that was his um, defense and yeah. sort of justification for OAPs taking monies from artists. Mm. LD came on 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 the vlog as well yeah. to support um, what Daddy Freeze was saying, yeah. saying back in the early days yeah. that the way it was. Although there seems to be an entitlement from certain OAPs yeah. regarding this. What's yeah. your take on it? First of all, I think we've discussed it briefly. In we've the touched past, on it always. Where I yeah. spoke about the fact that even myself, I found myself in a situation where I consult based on media relations yep. as well as artist development yeah. in specifically about music that artists have either created are about to create yep. which I feel might be able to break into a certain market. Now, yep. what's happened is I've been on radio since 2003. So that in itself is 16 years yep. experience of not only playing African popular music, music. But also being exposed to music that I believe has yes, the potential potential to be successful what doesn't work. in you know in the public. Yeah. We don't get it all the time, but sometimes we do get yeah. it. Now, let's let's come to the international market. The international market, the UK, the United States of America, and other aspects of the Western world. Yeah. What's happened to media personalities? like uh daddy freeze, freeze who's had over 20 something years of experience an OG in the playing game. and supporting music and identifying music that works oh, yeah they have now been promoted and record labels have have now taken them on as official air air now in the uk we have tens of those who have now been taken on by massive record labels and paid huge sums of money, money yep. for those services yep including allowed to keep their job as radio personalities. So not only have they still remained on radio, but they've also taken jobs on record labels to to select songs and help find artists who they believe has the potential to make money for them. Now, let's look at that. People, OAPs here in the UK have been... You know, their services are being employed Employed, for 50 grand a year, 100 grand a year jobs to select artists and songs that they themselves will be playing on their radio shows. Would you call that payola? That's not payola. (laughs) Absolutely. Unfortunately, in Africa and within the Afro beats and Afro pop world, Mm -hmm. what's happened is in some cases, like you said, some of the maybe OAPs are felt entitled or some of the artists because of the consultation that they've received from OAPs like myself or Daddy Freeze or another and the song doesn't do as well well as they felt it would do do. some of them take that into character assassination and slandering the OAPs saying oh I I gave him money and the song didn't work you paid him to give you expertise or expert advice on how to make this song better or where to take the record 
to allow no. it or give it the most potential sure. to be successful. Yep. In those terms, in how Daddy Freeze broke it down, yep. I thought it was exceptional. Yep. He's an intelligent man anyway. We went to the same primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in the same city with oh, shout out Mary don't, don't Hill be a big friend wait, wait 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 don't wait be a big wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> shout out Mary Hill convent school mm. in Ibadan mm. shout out Ibadan as a whole mm. um he broke it down exceptionally well mm. and he identified roles i've said this for over 3 years yep. that the biggest space gap in the afrobeats market yep. is not having a and r some people have claimed to have them yeah. But mostly, a lot of the artists that release music do this by the choice of their record label manager, their managers, or whatever. They haven't really secured the services of experienced yes, people. I know people. You know, mm. shout outs to Bizzle, shout outs to my brother uh, Bankuli. Yep. People that have been around hit makers for years. Yep. What, what will it take you to get these people in the room play them specific music, music or talk to them about the ingredients yep. to make a hit record mm-hmm. however you've got to pay them yep these services don't come yeah, for nothing, free nothing you're not going to go and sit down with somebody with 20 something years experience yes. 15 16 years experience of mm-hmm. working around hit records to sit down mm-hmm. and pick his brain yeah Time for is absolute mm-hmm. nothing there's a complete difference when you're doing stuff for nothing yeah. I'm in that. I'm doing that every single day. Charity, <laughs> advising artists, speaking to certain uh, entertainers, trying to give them pointers where they can go Good. for absolute nothing. nothing. If you choose to do that, that's fine. Yeah. But whenever you say you put a price on that, please, please. let's be clear. Yeah. One, you're not taking any money to go and play a dead record on radio. radio. Absolutely that, that, not. That was something that Free said as yeah. well. He said if your song is hot, you know. Everybody's going to play it, whether or not Everybody that seeks my advice for either media relations or consultancy when it comes to A&R, the first thing I tell a lot of people, especially artists that have absolutely no financial funds, I say go and try to make this record hot Hot. on social media. And radio will jump on it. They don't have a choice. If the song is getting hundreds of videos on social media, people are dancing to it. They've got got no choice but to play that hit record. So I completely agree with Daddy Freeze. I completely agree with LD as well. But I also support the fact that anybody that publicly or privately asks for money to play a specific record is unacceptable, it's shameful, and it's not doing... You're not even doing the artist any favor. No, are you doing the listeners any favor? You're not doing your brand any favor. I also (laughs) say something that... The Afro Hits on the Hit show, uh, Afro, Afro Hits hit on, on, the, on beat. the Beat on the 103.6 FM show yeah. is a rate is a two-hour radio show where we do two things. Hmm. Play hit records mm-hmm. and also introduce our listeners to music from various parts of Africa. Yep. But the impetus every single time is to ensure that you keep the listener listening, listening. whether they're in the car or at home. And the ways you can do that is play music that they already know are hits and they listen to at the nightclubs or two, something that when they hear it, will hold their attention. So I I think we've said a lot on that, but it's also very important that we keep saying it so a lot of people can get game and just learn from that. Speaking of, speaking of uh, artist development and our uh, Nigerian veteran, well, iconic Nigerian rapper, Femsi, um, her name is Sasha P. Absolutely. One of the first female rappers. Shout out to Ibadon again. In the Nigerian space. Shout out to Ibadon again. <laughs> yeah. Um, back in the day, she had a lot of hit records. Yeah. She was signed to Storm Entertainment. And si- um, also signed to Tribe Records. She was working with Tribe yeah, she Records. she started at Tribe. Yeah. And then went to Storm. Yeah. And then she, after a while, went off the scene. Yeah. But apparently, she's been in the scene, but working quietly as an a Absolutely. And, you know, artist development yeah. and promotion. Well, this week, she's announced the, the, the launch of hard knocks series yeah which is supposed to be a music academy yeah which starts on 27th of april yeah which will have courses about artist development yeah. brand building songwriting songwriting promoting your brand mm. as an artist and stuff like that and for me i think that's a brilliant idea because um, it's hard giving back yeah her years of experience mm. what, do, what do you think about it 
What a lot of people might not know about someone like Sasha is, apart from being a dope MC, she's also a designer. She's a fashion designer uh, who is acclaimed. And also, one of the backstories about Sasha as well is she's probably one of the few people that not only invested um, in a Yemi Alade's career. Mm. Interesting. Yes, she is. She did. Yemi continues to say that Sasha P is one of the people that have pretty much advised, mm. guided, and probably one of the first people to ever pay Yemi Alade some money to do work for her. Wow. She used to be a backup singer for, Ye- for, for Sasha. Sasha P. Wow. You know, so Sasha, for years, that's one of the reasons why sometimes when people try to come out and try to character assass- assassinate individuals, individuals yeah. it hurts because you feel like the truth sometimes doesn't yeah. come out. Someone like a Sasha, with what she's done in a career of a Yemi Alade, and many people like that, yeah. but never got the accolades publicly. Yeah. A lot of people would not know how influential they and dedicated she's are. been in developing talents to the top. Yeah. Now, deciding to make it an official business. Yeah. Big, big ups. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. We need to start making. We've got Warner, yep. Warner Music coming, coming in, in with Chocolate City. We've Universal got Universal coming in. in Lagos. We've got Sony Music, Music. signing Whiskey, David O, yep. IOJ, yep. and the rest. International record labels I'm are back in Nigeria yep. it is, and Africa. It is time that we create those structures Church, yeah. that they need to really benefit and stay there. Remember. Yep. We've had these labels in the past yeah. with the Sony Ades, the King, the, the, the Sony Okosuns, Fela Kuti, but they all, all left yeah. because they felt that the structure wasn't there and they weren't making enough money. money yeah. Now that it looks like the, the, we're, we're making strides, we're yeah, punching yeah. above our weights they're again, back. they're coming back. For the structure to be there, for them to be sustained, mm-hmm. these type of situations that Sasha P is creating needs to be on ground. Yeah. A&Rs need to be identified. Media relations consultancies need to be looked up at. You know, you're looking at management. Managers need to be trained. Yeah, proper managers. Proper. We're not not talking personal assistants. My friend is my manager. The manager that's already drunk (laughs) before the artist gets on stage. We're not talking those ones. We're talking managers that have a say in how the artist's career goes. And the the artists as as well respect the managers for their roles. You know, so... Shout out to Sasha P, not yeah. only uh, championing a fantastic, you know, thing, yeah. but the fact that she's also an African queen stepping up, yep. making a bold move to make a massive impact yep. on the, the, the Afrobeat scene and the music scene in Nigeria. Yep. I think that needs to be commended. Yeah, most definitely. So if you're an upcoming artist, go look it up. Look yeah. it up. Um, all right, let's go down to Kenya, yep. where the singer, celebrity, superstar, her name is Akoti. Billionaire. Billionaire singer, <laughs> you know, moves heavy. Yeah. We've spoken about her a few times on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, this recently she's announced her or revealed her plans to go into gospel music mm. and stop recording secular music. Yeah. Her reasons behind that is that, uh, number one, the secular music space, she said, is fake. Mm. Um, it's hard to break into. It's hard to have a hit record for, for gospel music. She feels you don't have to do too much because number one, the church is always full. Uh, <laughs> everybody needs Jesus, according to what she said. There's more love there, so that's the that's the lane she wants to go into going forward. I don't know about you, but for me, <laughs> I don't think she's properly done her homework on this move. It's interesting and it's a, it's a bold move, especially for somebody of her stature. Yeah. But I just feel like. I don't know. <laughs> well, according to some people that do not know who she is, mm. she's a singer uh, from Kenya. She's, I think she's, uh, her husband is exceptional. is yeah. really wealthy. Super wealthy. She moves around. You know, when she came Heavy. to the UK, she was rolling around in the Rolls Royce. You know, she she's flamboyant. She she's heavy. <laughs> she's notorious for being flamboyant. Even on social media, she shares all sorts of. Uh, controversial yes. topics on social media. So when yeah. I saw this headline, I thought another move by Akote mm. to, to catch the headlines yeah, until I read the stories. Mm. Well, I think she actually has done her homework in mm. the sense that she de- definitely identified that the church is always full, yeah. which means there's going to be an audience yeah. regardless. Yeah. Uh, number two, everybody does need Jesus. 
if you're Christian, yeah. everybody needs Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the fact that she talked about, you know, the secular music business being a backbiting, yeah. conniving, mischievous, dirty industry, mm-hmm. I think applies to the industry, the entertainment industry In as general. a whole. Yeah. Whether you're doing gospel, yep. uh, movies, mm-hmm. music, art, it's whatever the, it is. It's the industry as a whole. The industry in itself is filthy and filled with very, very devious characters. Yep. And I'll be surprised if those don't exist in the gospel world. It does. <laughs> um, another thing is, I would expect gospel singers, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, to have been somehow called. You mm. know, it's almost. That, that's what I was going to. When no, I, said, I, I think she's done her you know, think, properly. You know, the mm. gospel music industry is almost like, you know, it's almost being like a pastor in yeah. the sense that for you to choose to sing praises to God. It has to be some. You're 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 doing a job. It's not. You're doing a service that you know doesn't really. um, It's not just surface. Exactly, and it's not for financial rewards. You know. However, again, the entertainment business is an entertainment business. If gospel has now moved into parts where we're having artists having a hun- celebrating mm. having a hundred million views on YouTube, they even selling, do shows at arenas and selling out twenty thousand, thirty thousand capacity arenas. Yes, yep. It is a business. It is a business. If it's a business, mm-hmm. then she has no reason not, not to want to join it. Mm. However, um, coming from the secular world and trying to take over in the gospel world, mm. where there are other acts that have de- that have spent Currently decades. And years trying to develop their careers, mm. I want to know how yeah. easy it's going to be for her to yeah. do that. But again, mm-hmm. who 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 is a Akote without <laughs> cutting uh, controversy? <laughs> <laughs> we wish all the best in yeah. that endeavor. All right, let's go down to Ghana, where Miss V yeah. um, has left. Miss V, the Ghanaian singer. Yeah, uh, come and see my mother. Pop, Afro pop, dancer, yeah. yep. yep. uh, R&B as yep. well, has left her label, yep. Links Entertainment. For those who don't know, Leaks Entertainment is home to artists like Kwame Eugene, Kidi. Kidi. Miss yeah. um, V joined the label in 2012 yeah. as part of a girl band yeah. and then eventually developed her own solo, solo career. I think at the point she was the biggest artist on the label, yeah. or the leading lights yeah. on the label. And she's released three albums. And she has, yeah. And um, up until Kwame Eugene yeah. and Kidi came on she and was the, she was the, yeah. stole the spotlight. Yeah. Sort. Anyway, um, she's left the label no major reasons, no public reasons why. There's been speculation saying she wasn't happy because she was overshadowed. Some saying she was pregnant, although she did come out to, to deny that, that yeah, yeah. rumor. Um, but yeah, that's that's the situation on ground right now. How do you feel about that? Well, Miss V, like I said, she's released three albums in, mm. in the last couple of years. She has been one of the most successful artists and female artists in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Lynx Entertainment is having a fantastic run right now with arguably... They're probably the hottest label in Ghana. Arguably two of the hottest yes, yes. stars, not only out of Ghana, but in out Africa. of Africa. Yep. They are currently touring in the United States of America. We yep. have Kwame Yuji, we have Kidi, girls, young mm-hmm. girls, yeah, everybody's loving them. So for now, Lynx Entertainment is where they want to be and they are definitely moving forward. Yep. For an artist of the caliber of Miss V yep. to want to walk away from a label that's finally getting the spotlight that they deserve, mm. then you have to understand that she's definitely been unhappy at the label. Yeah. Um, she's had a hit record. I sang the song, Come and See My Mother. She had a big record last year. Yeah. She's done She's done incredibly well. Mm. Um, the rumors that she's had to come and dispel, well, yes. yes, that has been there. But again, one of the conversations I posted, I shared a message by M.I., yeah. um, the, the the incredible or legendary Nigerian rapper yeah. on social media about a week ago, mm. where he was talking about the fact that artists um, need labels, they need management, they yeah. need support because yeah. they can't do it all. Unfortunately, African it. artists are known to always want to go with a loan, yeah. right, rightly or wrongly, mm-hmm. once they become successful. Yeah. For various reasons. Some have done it because they felt like the management and wasn't their labor wasn't doing enough for them and wasn't leading them in the right direction. Yep. Others have done it because they felt they become big enough to mm. handle their affairs by themselves. Others have done it because they just don't want to share the bacon yep. with the label yep. and the management. I hope 
that in Miss V's case, mm -hmm. the reason that why she's taking the decision to leave Lynx Entertainment yeah. is because she feels that she can handle the affairs yes. by herself properly. Yes. And second of all, that her creative, you know, space yes. is going to be more direct yes. with her in front of the wheel. She has more control. You know, and that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Because it, it becomes a lot difficult yeah. when artists, we've seen artists, artists have been successful. Mm -hmm. The likes of David O, we've seen the likes of Wizkid. Yeah. You know, these guys have done incredibly well, well once they walked away from their parent label. Yeah. However, a lot of artists have seemed to have faded away yeah. once that huge step happens. Yeah. Uh, um, but again, I just hope that the decision was made for the right reasons yeah. and that we'll be able to enjoy more beautiful music from this Ghanaian queen yeah. going forward. Going forward, hopefully. All right, let's go to South Africa, mm. where two of the biggest rappers, probably, I agree with you in Africa. In right Africa! Now, right now. No, 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 without doubt. Casper Yovest and, and AKA. AKA. Made some subliminal tweets that sort of triggered a Twitter war between yeah. their respective fans. So a bit of a background. Uh, P Diddy, the American singer, entrepreneur, everybody's everybody's probably following him on Instagram. Everybody's now, uncle <laughs> has well announced that there's a new flavor of his brand, his his vodka Ciroc. brand, Ciroc. Yeah, uh, it's going to be the Ciroc watermelon yeah. flavor. Casper uh, Yovest no, is an ambassador for Ciroc. Yeah in South Africa. Absolutely. While AKA has a partnership with Cruise Vodka, a South African-based uh, yeah. vodka house. Yeah. Um, and his signature flavor with them is the watermelon flavor. So when Diddy announced that, you know, there's going to be a Ciroc watermelon flavor, Casper tweeted a no entry smiley and AKA responded with everybody loves watermelons. Of course, the fans went crazy. went crazy with that, saying, well, Casper's going to have to promote uh, Watermelon Favor. They are copying AKAs, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cruise Vodka, Watermelon, that, all of that. Twitter was, was all over the place. For me, I mean, it's good. And to be fair, first time I saw that advert for the Zero Watermelon, yeah. my mind went straight to AKA. Yep. AK is not going to like this. <laughs> you know, but he's handling it. It's been flipped well yeah. in the sense that, number one, AKA and his fans yeah. saw it as a win for the rapper yeah. in the sense they're that copying <laughs> they're copying the flavor that has been successful in South Africa, Africa. with the Cruz Vodka. Yeah. Again, I think allegations had been made in the past uh, by some of the celebrities. Some people alleged that Casper mm -hmm. or whatever threw shots at a AKA, AKA that the Cruz Vodka watermelon mm -hmm. was low grade. Compared to Sarah. Yeah, no, that it was a low grade vodka and that it gave people headaches. Mm. Guess what now? Ciroc is jumping on the watermelon wave. Mm. Obviously, <laughs> AKA and the fans are going to go oh, like, yo. They're not that, having it. That means you're joining the hype. Mm. They're not only AKA got into the Twitter as well. A couple of other guys, other yeah. celebrities also saw it as a way to poke fun at Casper, yeah. who had had somewhat of a kind of shifty week Brief, yeah. because he just performed at a, at a venue in South Africa where there's a video of him mm. being thrown bottles yeah. and cans by some of the fans. Yeah. Um, he shared that video and said, you know, he wasn't going to be um, kicked back and pushed yeah. back by haters mm. and that the best way to get to continue being successful is to push through the, you know, the hate. hate. Yeah. And then guess what happens again is the watermelon situation. situation. Yeah. They became trending topics in South yeah, Africa, yeah. aka Casper and Watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> but I love watermelon, to be fair. Well, I'm not a drinker. Um, <laughs> no, so, no I'm, I'm not even talking about the fruit. Oh, the, the fruit. oh of that's course. probably like the only fruit I like. Actually. Of course, I think that's probably why the flavor, mm. a lot of the vodka brands have decided to go into that and use yeah. that flavor just because of the popularity yeah. of the fruit, especially mm. amongst Afro Caribbeans. And there's also history to that. Yeah. Um, in the United States of America, mm. watermelon, um, I think the farms, the watermelon farms farms, yeah. ha farms had a lot of slaves working on that mm. and it's used popularly used as a derogatory, uh, derogatory term towards african-americans and black people in general so the first thing that i when i saw the watermelon symbol yeah. um pop up on pdd's page the first thing i thought was Why is, is he, he trying that? to yeah. reclaim this fruit back mm -hmm. because you know, that this is definitely a derogatory and maybe there's a way of just trying mm -hmm. to flip, flip it back it, yeah. or whatever. 
But again, it's a fantastic fruit. A lot of people love and enjoy it, yeah. particularly Afro-Caribbeans, black, you know, people. people. Yeah. And um, the vodka brands jumping on the wave and trying to get their flavors. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong in that. I think mm. it's fantastic to see individual artists and entertainers in, in Africa yeah. not only become brand ambassadors in Casper's mm -hmm. uh, in job, job yeah. and then with aka okay, as well partners partners and mm. owning businesses and using their brands yeah. to make money and elevate their individual yeah. accounts to a next level i i applaud both of them and i thought it was just a fantastic way it, yeah. it was popularity as well casper saw it as popularity yeah. and decided to release a single <laughs> based on yeah. the you know the amount of traction it was getting so good, good, everybody good. wins yeah win-win for everybody all right let's go down to the united states of america yeah where i'll go up well, to the United States of America. From South Africa, I'm, we're I'm going, going counterclockwise. Okay, now. okay. <laughs> Excuse my geography. Yeah. I was, anyway. I was rubbish at geography. Bro, that was actually one of the I subjects I did terrible, well. Terrible, bro. I would listen, I was failing that back to back. Really? I, listen, I didn't know where my longitude was. I swear where my latitude was to longitude was where the ma Shout well, out to all the geography yep. uh, students out there. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In the United States of America, mm. the African giant himself, Burner Boy, took his African giant energy to none other than Sway in the Morning. The legendary hip-hop show hip -hop on show, Shade 45. One of the biggest hip-hop shows in the world. In the world. Probably one yeah, of the most important. Yeah, we've had Casper Yves go through recently. Questa, Nasty C, AKA. We had another South African rapper that went through and yeah. dropped a very fire... Freestyle. Yeah. But anyway, notably, Bonoboy was asked about, you know, Afri African Americans mm. in America. Mm. He was asked about colorism. He was asked about race racism and stuff like that. And the African sound. And he made a couple of comments mm. that stood out. For me, it was where he said his job as the African giant is to make African Americans go home. Mm. And that's that's the energy he's bringing. Mm. And then when he was asked about performing at Coachella, you know, Sway was like, "That's a big deal." Mm. And Bonoboy was like, "That's a big deal here mm. in America, not anywhere else." Mm. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's, it was just quite interesting. I don't know what. First of all, a massive shout out once again to Sway in the morning yep. for opening its doors to African superstars and bringing some of our incredible talented Talents, yeah. artists to America and showcasing them to the world, not only their art, mm -hmm. but they're also their intelligence. intelligence yeah. A lot of the South African brothers that have touched that microphone has done us incredibly proud. I'm yep. talking Nasty, AKA, Casper Cuesta, the whole squad, like it's been nothing but hits after hits, hits. after hits. Stepped in Burner Boy, mm. freestyle five fingers mm -hmm. of death yep. on, on uh, Sway in the morning yep. again. Burner Boy completely kills that freestyle, yep. especially for a singer who is not a rapper yep. to have taken on five instrumentations in mm. less than four minutes mm. and gone freestyle on it mm. to showcase his talent. I thought, man, that was amazing. Now, speaking of the interview in itself, um, I listened to the interview. To be honest with you, that interview really didn't catch me the way that I would have expected um, a Sway in the Morning Burner Boy interview to have caught me. Um, I, for some reason, I just didn't connect to that interview and the contents of what they were saying. I don't know why, but moments that, of course, caught my attention was the fact that he was asked about African Americans, mm. and you know, and he said they should refer to themselves as African okay. giants. Mm. Um, I think there's a strong message in that, yep. in the sense that you know whether you understand it at face value or mm. not. What I believe he's trying to say there mm. is finding another way of uplifting our African-American brothers and sisters yep. and making them feel like, you know, you've got a billion people back home, home. in Africa that's celebrating you guys. Yep. And if you feel less of a person in the United States of America for one reason or another, all you need to do is find a way to come back home yep. and you will feel like a giant that you, you are. are. You yep. know, Bernard Boy, especially in interviews, I personally feel like he comes across like, you know, childlike, like a young man, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of smiles. Sometimes he might look a little bit nervous. 
um, because she doesn't like interviews. Yep. However, you know, at moments like that, yeah. he drops a gem that might miss a lot of people, but if you look deeply and listen deeply to, to certain things, you find the big message in that. Yeah. The interviewers, you know, in general, I wasn't really feeling it. I think there were a lot of stops and starts That's between, right. you know, a sway and, you know, yeah, maybe funny. messages being missed or whatever. Yeah. I'm not too sure. But some key nuggets that I picked on, yeah. the African giant uh, statement, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that was and I also thought, mentioning the Coachella, Coachella stuff, yeah. being big in America, America yeah. Is also right. Sounded very cocky though. <laughs> no, but, but to but, be honest with yeah. you, a lot of us forget that subconsciously we have been marketed huge American mm. brands without us even knowing it. Yeah. Coachella, to me, mm. should not have should not be as important as, as it, it is, is, if not for my exposure Origin. to the media. Yep. And to Beychella, yep. social media, how people are talking about Coachella, Coachella, everything. Yep. I shouldn't be crazy about that. Yep. I should be more crazy about Afrochella in Ghana. Yep. I should be more crazy about Whiskey Live in Lagos. Yep. I should be more crazy about AKA and the uh, orchestra in the, in, in, in the circuit. Yes. Yep. I should be more crazy about Fill Up the Dome. Yep. You know, so he gets it absolutely spot on right. yep. when he's talking about Coachella being big in America. Mm. Unfortunately, we've all been bitten mm. by what the American promotional machine does yep. and how it's found a way to en just engulf all of us. Yep. And that's what we should be doing with our African po African popular culture. Okay. We should find a way mm. to captivate the imagination of everybody following us around the world. And, and that's why that's big. But one thing I'd like to say, I'm very happy about the fact that he was able to grab a hold of that African giant, giant. and Nine has two. turned yeah. it into he something else. I'm expecting an album, yep. an African giant album I mean, by Donna Boy. It's always there. We've got, you know, we've got merchandise. Yep. It's time for an African oh, giant, giant album. album. And when we hear that phrase, who do we think of? Burner. He's Burner. He's owned it. He's owned it. He's owned boy! It. <laughs> so shout out to Burner Boy. Yeah, and shout out to Burner Boy and Mr. Easy performing at Coachella Festival this weekend. I mean, it's not it's no better time. It's a, no, it's an amazing, yeah. it's an amazing time. First of all, the eyes of the entertainment world is on the Coachella yep. uh festival. We're gonna be streaming that live all over the, the world. world. Yep. It's had the likes of Beyonce. It's had the likes of everybody, everybody perform is. there. Yeah. It gets the most attention at this time of the year. Yeah. And for two of our leading artists to share stages with some of these big Great stars, stars. Yep. I think it's something of pride. I think it deserves a lot of support. First of all, shout out to you know to Burner Boy. His tour in America is going incre incredibly, incredibly well. well. To Mr. Easy, Easy who well. I had to call and say, brother, you need to share some of that content Thanks. because <laughs> the show, the tour is going amazingly Amazing. well as well. Yeah. And shout out to my Ghanaian brothers. I saw Kitty as well, yeah. killing shows in America. To think that at a particular time, yeah. within three, two weeks, yeah. we're having ambassadors from Ghana, Nigeria, Nigeria, Africa in general, so currently, doing currently celebrating and, and, and promoting our music and our culture in yeah. the United States of America. That is, it is something to applaud. Yep. You know, it's amazing. What a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> David Doe on festivals. Yeah. Dreamville Festival yep. by J. Cole. Yeah, that was just last he week was, as well. Supporting mad. Bujubante. Come on, man. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. It's an amazing time. Whiskey just coming off of a six-city tour yeah. in Canada. Yep. Selling out to thousands of fans. Big things. What are you talking big about? <laughs> Give me my champagne, uh, yeah. brother. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Well, I mean, big, big, big ups to everyone who supported Afrobeats all over the world. Absolutely. We all appreciate right. you guys. Um, let's come down to the United States of... Oh, sorry. The United Kingdom. Okay. Where biggest rapper in the world, Drake has just wrapped up his three-day rest walk. Three six, days? Six day. No, between six and ten, bro. Is it eight? No, no, actually it was eight. Exactly. Eight-day residency yeah. in the O2 Arena. Named the O3. Yeah, he renamed it the O3. Yeah. Imagine. When, when That's big, the power when you're big, that you're Drake big. has. When you're big, He you're told big. them to change the <laughs> name of the, the venue and they changed the sign to the, to the O3. O3. When you're big, you're brother. big. Uh, <laughs> oh. Anyway, the, the tour aside has been, uh, the residency aside has been 
fantastic in mm. terms of production. Yeah. Um, it featured Drake bringing out a lot of homegrown acts. UK superstars. UK stars. And even some American stars. Yeah. But the biggest thing for us is that he brought out, he showed love to the Afrobeat artists. Artists like Afrobeat came on stage. Whiskey came on stage. And even NSG yes. came on stage NSG, as well. Yeah. He brought on NSG on the final day. Yeah. Um, Alongside J. Cole. Great, good, 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 good platform. Mm. to show love to our, to our journey. I, I, that made me really excited and proud. For me, Drake, feel? I've said it on social media, I continue to say it, yeah. um, he remains undefeated mm. and will never be defeated. Mm. And I say that because of this. Yeah. He is somebody that has found a way mm. in redefining himself musically mm. and building completely new fan bases. Yeah. At the height of his career, about five or six years ago, he decided to enter into a relationship with the United Kingdom by starting to befriend some of the artists like Snake Bob, Mm. then Skepta, Mm. then Gigs, Mm. then the Section Boys, then Crepton Conan. The list goes on On and on and on. Not only has he befriended them, he's also taken to the culture, listened to the music. Music. He's popped up on stage at some of these small events that you wouldn't expect. Fast forward to 2019. Fredo, mm. he popped up at Fredo's concert, concert in yep. Manchester. Yep. You know, this guy has done a great job of now becoming the king of the UK, mm-hmm. being a Canadian and American superstar. Yep. For me, what he's done has shown that the only way to huge success yep. is in collaboration. Yep. And the way he's collaborated with some of these acts, look at what he's done in Jamaica, yep. selecting Popcorn yeah. and becoming, you know, it, brothers with Popcorn. When Jake was being attacked by other artists, artists yeah. in Jamaica, Popcorn and the whole crew came out and say, Unruly OVO, <laughs> brothers for life. Right. Ain't nobody yeah. going to touch us. Yeah. In the UK, he did a video with Gigs, the landlord, mm-hmm. the general in the UK. Yep. He's holding it down with all of these people. How did he get into Africa apart from his music? Yeah. Oju remix. Yeah. With Skepta and Whiskey, yep. and then come closer and, and one dance. dance. Yep. Secured that partnership and then Black Coffee as well. Yep. He, you know, so this guy, I think every time I share messages on social media, because I want people to learn, learn from, from it, it. Yep. that this guy, the way he's going up about it, is not a secret. Yep. He's showing it to everybody. The way to greatness. He brought Jay Hoss straight from, from prison, prison. Yep. to the stage. He invited everybody from Tory Lanez, who he had problems with in the past, yep. went on tour with him. Yep. Future, J. Cole. Yep. The list is endless. And yep. I think all our African stars can learn from this. Imagine if Wizkid had a residency at the HMV Apollo, Apollo. five nights, mm. 5,000 capacity. Yep. Today he brings out David O. Tomorrow, tomorrow. he brings Casper. Next That's tomorrow is, you know, techno. <laughs> you have to think of how you're bringing fans together. Yeah, yeah. And I think this man is an example yeah. of such an incredible marketing mind yeah. and also a musical genius. And his success in London, yeah. 20,000 every single night. Right. For eight nights, I think I think he's uh, done something legendary there. That's almost a hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's a hundred thousand people in the arena yep. and millions on social media. media yeah. based on the effect that he had for every for every single star he brought on stage, mm-hmm. everybody went crazy. He even brought out Ross, yeah. Gone, Lee. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. I was Bro. surprised he even brought out NSG. I was like, wow, you went deep. And guess what? <laughs> The UK has been the only place where he's done media yeah. in the last three years. Wow. He did an interview with DJ Semtex. Yep. He's now co-hosting a show with one of the DJs that's been working with him, mm. um, the, the, the female DJ at, at, at BBC, the Incredible Queen. I forgot um, what her name was. Yeah, okay, okay, he's going to be co-hosting with her the rap show this weekend. Yep. He's done the Link Up TV behind bars, bars freestyle. As well. He's done Charlie Slot freestyle. Mm-hmm. He's definitely he's targeted everything. the UK very well. And I think he's somebody that really needs to give himself a pat on the oh, back yeah. for a fantastic he's job done well done. Really well. Really yeah. well for himself. Um, all right, finally, let's talk about Yemi Alade. Mm. Uh, she has had a sold out show in Mayote. Mm. In Mayote, where's that? Is it South it, America? Is no, it? it's in Africa. It's, of, it's, an, it's around the Indian Ocean. Yeah. I think it's one of the. Is one of the islands that's mm. being run mm. 
by by France mm. or something like that. But it's mm. you know definitely in the Indian Ocean. It's a fantastic op- another um, ambassador for African popular music and African popular culture, selling out to thousands in a country or an island that I heard for heard about for the first time based on her going there. Same, same. I've never heard of. And the before. next thing we saw, with thousands of fans really enjoying her music, it just goes to show that not only what uh, the men are doing, the women are doing as well, yeah. and the corners that our music and our culture is getting to yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Of course, largely thanks to social media and the amazing work that these artists are doing, not yeah. only creating this music but also putting performances together that people want to come and pay to see in their thousands. So it was amazing. The reception she received at the airport as well was like a like a big queen yeah. that she is. Yeah. They, you know, they received her like a dignitary. Absolutely, <laughs> and I think that that's one of the things that I really want to showcase a lot because yeah. a lot of these women are getting those type of receptions. Yeah. I remember the reception Tiwa Savage had in Kenya. Yeah. I re- remember the, the reception Tiwa Savage had in South Africa. Yeah. You know, these people, but we need to showcase it just as much. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Whiskey and Burner Boy touring America and Canada, yeah. the social media blogs were picking up those posts. Yeah. But when Yemi Alade does what she does in Mayotte or Tiwa Savage does what she does in Kenya and South yeah. Africa, we don't see no social media movement supporting True. those people. True. And we need to ask ourselves why. True. You know, it's a question for you guys. We need, we need to show more love to the women. Though. Absolutely. More love to the women. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go into our song of the week, let's take a moment to pay our respects to the Eritrean American rapper. Nipsey Hussle, who was mm. laid to rest last Thursday, the yeah. 11th of April, yeah. 2019. Um, I watched the funeral proceedings at, online. I saw the clips as well. After the funeral, um, the celebration of life event mm. at the Staples Center, Center in LA, yeah. there was a five, I think was it, 25-mile procession yeah. from the Staples Center to the burial ground, mm. to the cemetery where yeah. he was interred. And the procession was so long and people came out you know, waving and just wanting to cl- catch a glimpse, a last glimpse of Nipsey. He, the procession was escorted by the LAPD. Mm. Streets were closed off. It was almost like a state funeral. Absolutely. It doesn't get bigger than that. It doesn't get And for a guy, for me, to see a guy that came from the hood. From a know, gangster, from, a from, gangster. From being a gang member, drug dealer. Yeah. To being Changing a Grammy-nominated rapper that, you know, was teaching independence and music business, investing in, in his community, yeah. um, supporting, doing a lot of charitable work in the community. To see him receive that kind of honor on his passing is was really inspiring to mm. me. And for me, it was even a challenge. Like, you know, when you go, what do people say about you? Mm. And mm. another big thing, which is why we're discussing him on this podcast, is that he owned his Eritrean heritage. He was very proud of it. He always spoke yes. about it. Yep. He never hid it. Yeah. You know. And um, for that reason, we celebrate him today. We celebrate his memory. Absolutely. We celebrate his legacy. Yeah. And uh, my heart goes out to his family yeah. and his friends. Absolutely. My thoughts on um, Nipsey Hussle. Um, I've known Nipsey for his music for quite some time. But in recent times, I think one of the reasons why I gravitated towards him was the interviews he gave during the promotion of his latest album, which is Victory Lab, yep. where he spoke about refi- finding himself when he went back to Africa, mm. when he went back to Eritrea to connect back to his roots, yep. the land of his father, yep. and how he changed his perception, how he changed his whole view of the world. Mm. He came back into America as a completely different person mm. who was now hell-bent on investing in his community and, and almost leading the young men the right way, yep. you know. And, and for me, that was when I stopped back and thought, wow, this guy's doing amazing. Yeah. I remember going back and forth with my brother, DJ Magic J, yeah. who is a massive fan of Nipsey Hussle. We were sending messages back and forth, Instagram, I'm mm-hmm. talking five, six months ago, wow. on this guy because of the way he spoke about his African heritage, heritage. and how it's influenced his change of life. Yep. And all of a sudden, um, shocking events took place where somebody known to him yep. um, s- 
you know, aggressively and shockingly took his life mm. by firing shots point blank at him mm. in his own property, the mm. business he owned and bought in, in his own community. neighborhood yep. to try to change the community. Mm. But to see the way his life has been celebrated, not only in the entertainment industry, yeah. but by politicians, to say he yeah. received a letter yeah. From, from President Barack Obama, Obama. Yeah. who who that was read at his funeral, yeah. Yeah. shows how much of an impact not only he made in the yeah. world as a whole. Um, PDD shared a social media post today yeah. where the day he went to play the album, I remember yeah. that time before the album came out, yeah. he went to play the album to PDD yeah. and PDD shared a video of both of them listening to the album Both. and also a post that Nipsey Hussle put up where yeah. he said, I want. I wanted the life after death That's effect, right. so I went to my brother P Diddy. Hmm. P Diddy shared that post today, and he said, "Guess what, brother? Hmm. You got that now. Yeah. Life. His life after his death. Yeah. You know, has now become a massive, massive thing within the hip hop community, community, where everybody has come together to condemn violence in the black community yeah. in America. And guess what? During the procession." Uh, shots were fired again. Yeah. Three people hurt and one person died. Yeah, so sad. You know, and it brings me to think, especially when I'm looking at his kids, I'm just thinking the kids, man. I'm thinking about the people, knife crime in London, yeah. how many men, young men have lost their Senseless lives. Violence. You know, fathers, brothers, you know, husbands. And I'm just thinking, when will this stop? stop? How yeah. will this we're looking at numbers that are astronomical mm -hmm. in London already? Yeah. Over 20 something lives lost. This to knife alone. crime alone in 2019 19. you know a hundred and something in 2018 i'm thinking what's Ridiculous. gonna happen Ridiculous. you know hopefully this you know makes us wake up yeah. especially within the black community yeah. where we seem to be the victims of this terrible crime yeah. a lot more than other communities but again shout out to an african king yeah. and rest in peace to the Eritrean giant yep. in Nipsey Hussle. Yep, yep, yep. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. Yep. Before we go, we'll say our songs of the week. Yep. What are your songs? To be honest with you, this week, where have I gone? Oh, Wale Turner, mm. Aristo. Yep. I think that's a banger. Yep. Uh, Oja yep. by the legendary Ibile General <laughs> in Reminis. Yes, yeah. I thought that was a fantastic record as well. Yep. Um, anything else from East or South? Oh, yes. Shout out to the Alter crew. Yep. The alternative Afrobeats, Afro pop crew yep. coming out of Nigeria. I decided to pay more attention to so that yeah. segment. Yep. Um, and, and then, obviously, I was opened, my eyes opened to the plethora of fantastic music, music coming yeah. from that industry. Yeah. I'm talking about Temzi Baby with Luku Luku, Dami uh, Oniru. Yep. Um, I, I think that's Mr. Rebel he's, or whatever. He's a latecomer. He's I'm a, a late you know, to I've, the genre. The funny thing is, mm. I've always listened to them. Yeah. Like Good Girl LA. LA yeah. I've always listened to Show Them Camp mm. or Do See The Engine. Yeah. We've always played Santi. Yep. But I just never put together the whole... You know, so that crew, I mm -hmm. think from now on, is going to be getting a lot of love from me mm -hmm. um, when it comes to the music because I think it's fantastic yep. and it has the potentials to go global. Yeah, speaking of Alter, that's uh, my song of the week mm -hmm. is uh, by Tolani and the song is titled Liar. Mm. Really nice song. Um, go check it out. And then also, I can show my, I would love to show love to my brother LAX as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Science C. His birthday single. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, LAX. <laughs> All right, then. Well, on that note, it's been a fantastic journey again on For the Love of Afrobeats this week. Mm -hmm. Make sure you catch us on social media, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. And of course, Yanga TV crew, what you saying every single week. Same place, same time. Until then, from Mr. Schmooze and Shopsy Do. Peace. Peace.